Hello, and welcome to the OnTIC Protective Intelligence Podcast. I'm Fred Burton, the Executive Director of the OnTIC Center for Protective Intelligence. During my years as a counterterrorism agent with the U.S. State Department and time spent as a physical security expert in the private sector, I've seen it all and met many fascinating people along the way. This podcast series explores the riveting world of protective intelligence through conversations with leaders in the security field. I'm Fred Bergen, and now on to the podcast. Hi, I'm Fred Burton here today with Manish Mehta, Antec's Chief Product Officer, and Danielle Van Zandt. Danielle is an industry analyst for Frost & Sullivan Security Research Team. She heads growth opportunity research, trend analysis, and market sizing for the commercial and public security practice in North America, focusing on physical, cyber, and logical security technologies and their ongoing convergence as the security world digitizes. Welcome, Danielle Manish, to the Antic Protective Intelligence Podcast. Thank you so much, Fred. Great to be here. Thanks, Fred. Let's start with you, Danielle. The large part of your career has been with Frost and Sullivan. What's kept your interest in market research and why are you passionate about covering the security industry? Well, my career trajectory was a little bit interesting. I didn't start out in the market research space. I actually started out in public relations. But my biggest interest started when I had to do a lot of market research in order to talk about different topics the way that you would typically need to for a press release. So that's where I started my career. And then when I switched over to uh, Frost and Sullivan and joined on, I happened to join right at the space where the security industry was starting to go through its digital transformation. And so since I joined the market right at this inflection point, it's just been guns blazing, all hands on deck, um, let's keep up with all this change. And it's it's fun because you're almost learning about the market in the same space that um, the customers are and the end users are. So it, it really keeps you interested in going through your day-to-day. Well, no doubt, uh, as long as I've been in this business, uh, the changes have been unbelievable. Can you expand upon the work you've done at Frost and Sullivan in the commercial and public safety unit of the global security research team? Why did the team decide to cover digital intelligence for the first time this year? Sure. So our side of the Frost and Sullivan security team um, under commercial and public safety, we have always covered, you can almost think of the security market as three buckets where you have physical security, things like surveillance and um, perimeter security, as well as logical security, things like access control, identity management, biometrics is also key in that space. And then there's also cybersecurity, where you're having to protect the new digital infrastructure that's starting to build out in many of the businesses. What our research team really looks at is how those three buckets are starting to intermingle with each other and digital transformation is causing them to come together a lot more. And so because of that, that's just been a recurring theme in a lot of our research. Um, For this year, when we started thinking about the digital intelligence space, um, 
one thing we started to realize was the transition that the market has been going through, where we've always talked about how siloed physical security and cybersecurity and logical security are with each other. But there are solutions that are finally starting to bridge those gaps where you're starting to get more management platforms and each of those spaces is starting to rely more heavily on data and analytics. But keeping all of those in their silos is going to cause them to miss a lot more of threats that they're facing. So when we thought about that and looked at how those three buckets I mentioned before are starting to come together, what we started to realize was the intelligence space is really going to be the place that all three of those come together and that these security solutions can finally all start working together. And so thinking with that in mind, that's when our team moved forward to do what we call our growth opportunity analysis research which this is where we actually size the market, look at opportunities, look at growth, look at the vendors who are competing in the space and seeing how they've tooled their solutions to meet these customer needs that, have, that were growing before the pandemic. And to be honest, because of the pandemic, started growing even more so because so much more data was needed when they moved into remote environments. And when there was this, factor of the unknown thrown in with public health crisis. So that's really the crux behind our thinking for this research this year and why we wanted to take a look at it at this point. I appreciate you sharing that with our audience. Uh, as Danielle just mentioned, Frost and Sullivan produced both a report and a Frost radar for digital intelligence solution that listed Antic as the strongest innovator. Manish, as our chief product officer, what does this recognition mean to you? Fred, the recognition means quite a bit to us. And, and a huge thank you to Danielle and the Frost and Sullivan team for that top innovator recognition. First, it's a validation of our passionate persistence, what we at Ontic refer to as our obsession, to solve the strategic imperative the security industry faces today. Think about it. It's bridging that intelligence gap between physical, logical, and digital systems to help keep people and assets safe. And second, it reinforces the passion that our own clients have. And, and trust me, we hear from our clients every single day. They want to challenge Ontic to continue to accelerate our innovation velocity and map to these market megatrends that are occurring around us. And finally, Fred, on a very personal note, it's a wonderful signal to our entire team at Ontic. We work really hard every day to push that envelope. We're pleased, but I'll tell you, we are just getting started. So with that, Danielle, I'm curious to hear what went into the process of this report and the evaluation of the vendors that were included. Was there anything surprising that emerged? There were actually a couple surprises that emerged during the research, but uh, I'll go through our evaluation process real quick before I jump into those. Um, so what we did to determine what exactly created a digital intelligence solution was we looked at the features and the capabilities that were available in multiple different security solutions offered in the market. And we basically scored them on whether the functionality was common, new, or whether a solution just didn't have this. And from there, this winnowed it down to the 
12 companies that actually ended up plotted on our first radar. And then from there, we evaluated them on a couple different criteria that we have. Um, we have criteria for growth, which includes um, five different factors, everything ranging from revenue share, um, market share, to um, customer acquisition, customer outreach strategies. And then we also benchmark them according to innovation metrics. Um, how often are they introducing new features? How often are they moving into new markets? How are they diversifying their portfolio? Is it through new customers, new markets, or actually new solutions that meet these needs? So once we did that, that was how we came to our final benchmark scores. Getting back to those surprises, though, I think one thing that surprised me was just how many vendors there really are competing in this, what you can almost call a newer space in the security market. And there's a good majority of them that may not even realize that that's exactly where they're competing with now. Um, for many of them, particularly those who were experts in the video space or physical security space, it was just a natural progression to start including much more analytics and much more intelligence into all the data that they were already ingesting. And then you have vendors like Ontic, who this is the space that they were going at from the beginning. So they're really carving out their own niche and almost becoming that blue ocean strategy in the space. And then as well, you've got some cybersecurity vendors who never really thought about physical security systems, but their intelligence is starting to work and move back and forth between these two typically siloed areas of the enterprise. And then for the second surprise, it was just looking at how much intelligence has evolved in the last few years. And honestly, how the pandemic really shone the light on what these solutions can need for customers across different industries and just how much intelligence plays into their security strategies and their operational models. Danielle, when we hear folks in the industry talk about physical security, it's often perimeter focused where you might place a gate, where you might place a guard. How does Frost and Sullivan think about it differently, especially in the context of this digital intelligence report? Well, it looks again at that convergence thing that's occurring across the security space, how the perimeter has shifted from just being the perimeter of a physical security or a physical asset, per se, to now being the perimeter in the physical and the digital space. And so when it comes to including intelligence with that perimeter security model, it actually will enable perimeter security to become much more proactive rather than simply having to react to some alert, some incident, but almost walking in blind to that incident without knowing just exactly what security professionals will be going up against. Danielle, another major theme that came out of the report was around cyber to physical convergence. Can you talk about this a bit more? Sure. If you think again about those buckets that I talked about that we look at the security industry from, um, and you can almost think of it instead of buckets as a Venn diagram, where you have physical, cyber, and logical as well, where all three of those are starting to combine and get and get closer and closer together 
And so that center area of the Venn diagram where all three have functionalities or use cases that fit them, it just is beginning to grow and grow. With so much digital transformation in the space, with so many digital technologies now going across every security technology type, everything from a scanner to a access control reader to a video camera to the operations center and the software that runs these systems. It's all digitized and it's all requiring data ingestion, data analysis, and understanding what this data is saying. And because of that, that's where these intelligence solutions can really help operators to move away from just reacting to an alarm or reacting to an alert and actually start potentially preventing some more serious threats or protecting themselves from threats that are honestly getting a lot more smarter than just someone jumping a wall or someone trying to hack into your database. All of those can now be detected from both sides of the security house. Danielle and Manish, I'd love to hear from both of you where you see the digital intelligence industry heading in the next one to three years. Danielle, why don't you kick us off? Well, with the newness of the space, and Manish, I know you've been working in the space for a couple of years, but since this really is the first time that a lot of security vendors are really thinking about this space, I think we're going to see a huge growth trajectory just because the use cases are continuing to grow and continuing to expand. You can think of cities who are going to need to keep using those intelligence platforms that they put up during COVID. You can think about retailers and commercial businesses who moved to remote operations and are now seeing all this new intelligence in front of them and needing some way to get some sort of insight from it to continue proving the ROI of it to their stakeholders. And then as more security vendors, more traditional security vendors, start to realize how their analytics can go from just being kind of a passive analytic to one that is more intelligent and more responsive. I think we're going to see a lot more players starting to jump from just being a, like a seam or a sock vendor to actually having some of these intelligence capabilities and likely to see our frost radar and other um, benchmarking tools populated with more vendors. Manish? Great. I will agree with everything Danielle said, but I'll, I'll add a spin from a product lens and, and from a technology lens. First is the accelerated convergence of intelligence data. Think of this mesh. And Danielle touched on this earlier, the mesh to be more proactive, to be able to dynamically analyze. So the more data that can converge together and be unified, I think that is a, a trend that we'll see in the next several years. Another one will be new forms of collaboration. We often hear how siloed physical security teams are and the importance of collaboration. And I think there'll be an evolution in technology and tools to support that collaboration across teams. And third, I think there will be a strong recognition from a software perspective of platforms versus tools. 
tools have been siloed for a long time. And I think tools in the next several years will begin to consolidate. And they'll consolidate to a single platform, a single pane of glass that'll have a larger and wider horizontal footprint. And I think those will emerge as the clear winner, Fred. Manish Dinanel, is there anything that you would like to say before we close out? Let's begin with you, Manish. Well, Fred, thank you again for hosting this podcast. And thank you to Danielle and the Frost and Silver team. Excited about the report, excited about the radar. I do think a lot of the things we talked about today are critically important. We want to see more investment, more innovation in the space because the the imperative is present and clear and we need to move fast to help keep people safe and businesses safe everywhere. So I'm excited. I'm excited about the future. And thanks again for uh, hosting the podcast. Danielle? Well, I'll echo Manisha's thanks for um, hosting the podcast, Fred, and to the Optic team for allowing me to come here and talk about our research. I will say the fact that we are seeing this digital intelligence space more is hugely exciting. Um, it goes to show that, you know, that convergence trend that we have been talking about for so many years in the industry is now starting to come to pass in an actual solution that customers can kind of get their hands around and start implementing in their operations. So that's very exciting. And I honestly think the pandemic has really actually helped to bring more awareness to how important analytics, intelligence, and these types of more proactive security solutions are going to really be the future for all industries when it comes to their security operations. So it's going to be a very exciting next few years for this market. Manish, Danielle, I thank you both for being in the OnTIC Protective Intelligence Podcast. If interested in downloading the 2021 Frost Radar for Digital Intelligence Solutions that Danielle worked on and that OnTIC was featured in, you can visit ontic.co forward slash frost radar. Thank you. This episode was brought to you by the Ontic Center for Protective Intelligence. Learn more at ontic.co slash center. Again, that's ontic.co slash center. It was produced by AJ McKeon. Our music is a track called Monte Verde Ride and was written by Brian Bristow and performed by Smokin' Novus. Check them out on Spotify. Please remember to rate and review our podcast on iTunes and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have questions, we'd love to hear them. You can reach us at podcast at ontic.ai or visit ontic.co slash center for more information. I'm Fred Burton. Thanks for listening.